Hi, welcome to Sleep Well's podcast. I am your host, Shannon Glenn. I want to talk about toddlers and sleep today. And let me say to those out there who have toddlers that are not sleeping well, it is not too late. I can't tell you how many times we hear from parents who think it's too late. They have a toddler that isn't sleeping well, and they truly think this is life and where it is, it's not fixable. Let me tell you, we work with toddlers all the time. It's my favorite age group to work with, actually. Uh, and it's it really is possible to teach a toddler how to sleep well. Uh, and in my very biased opinion, I think it's a really good parenting decision to make. I was speaking with a mom last a mom and dad last week who had an almost three year old. The family had never slept well, hadn't slept through the night in three years. If you can imagine for those of you out there that are sleeping well, you really probably can't imagine what it would feel like to go a night or two without sleep, let alone three years without sleep. For some of you, that might seem unimaginable. For others of you listening, you might be like, this is my life. You are preaching to the choir here. So I spoke with this family they had tons of doubt that I could do anything to help them, and they had a lot of a guilt around even asking for help. When their son was a baby, he was really fussy, and they didn't. Uh, they had to do a lot of things to get him to sleep well, anything and everything to get him to sleep. They would rock him, they'd bounce him on an exercise ball, feed him, sleep with him, even put him in the car and drive him around at 4 a.m. in hopes that they could maybe get him back to sleep. Then they would creep into the house and and bring him back into bed with them and hope that they could get more sleep. And this went on for months and months and months. As you can imagine, it became a super stressful place for this family. So as their son got older, the sleep did get a little bit better. But the reason they were reaching out to me was it wasn't completely changed. They He was still waking up a few times throughout the night. Bedtime was very... Uh, tricky on how it would go and, and naps were a crapshoot. Sometimes he he would nap, sometimes he wouldn't. So this family was really, really tired. Uh, and the other thing was the parents were ready to put him in his own bed. Um, dad had resigned to sleeping in the guest room months and months ago. And mom, because of the bedtime battles, was just going to bed with toddler. So mom and dad were getting no time together. This family was in a, a rough place. So it was time for them to start uh, doing something different because they were really feeling the strains of the sleep deprivation. Believe it or not, this is a story I hear more often than I want to say. It is something that a lot of families will find themselves in. And, and it's not like that's what they decided they wanted their sleep journey to look like. They just wound up there and are can't really figure out you know, how, how did we get here? Sleep is so important for the whole family to function, to be healthy and happy. But sometimes I think as parents, we're told or or we feel like because we're parents, that means our sleep has to suffer. And quite frankly, what that means is your health is suffering too. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that 
you're not sleeping for for months and months on end. Yes, in the beginning when your baby is born, there is time where you have to wake up with their baby. There is time where your sleep will be disturbed. But this shouldn't go on for months and months or for years and years like it did with this family. There are so many health risks that can occur when your sleep is missed. Your body really is not designed to have a couple nights of bad sleep, let alone Weeks and weeks or months and months. As I tell many parents, I was actually just having this conversation the other day with another family, there is no sleep bank savings account that you have that you can pull from when your baby is born. You will immediately go into sleep deprivation, even when your baby is born, in order to to take care of your baby's needs. They have to wake up at night. They need to be fed. There is going to need to be some nighttime care when babies are little. But again, that does not need to go on for months and months, years and years. But unfortunately for some families, it does. This is what can happen. So I was talking with this family and they knew that they needed to make a change to how sleep was going. They knew that something needed to give, but they didn't even know where to start. They didn't even know what they were going to do how they were going to get their toddler into his own room and and happily sleeping in there. Of course, they wanted this to be a pleasant process. They wanted to make it positive for their son. And, And most importantly, they wanted to make sure everybody would sleep. There really aren't a lot of books out there that will guide you through very specifically what to do with toddler sleep. A lot of the books out there around sleep are pretty geared toward babies. And it's almost like once you become... Once you have a child that is becoming a toddler, you're just on your own. So one thing I will recommend is is if you have a toddler that isn't sleeping well, the first thing to do is, is admit what's going on is not working. Admit that sleep in your house is not working and stop hoping it's going to get better. Now, if you know me at all, you know I always say if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's funny. This doesn't happen so much anymore because I've been doing this so long. But in the beginning, when I first started uh, as a sleep consultant, it was almost like people were afraid to tell me what they were doing with sleep, like for fear that I would have judgment around that. And I will tell you that I do not. I always say you do what works for your family just make sure everyone's sleeping. If I was going to stand on any kind of soapbox, all it would be is that your family is sleeping. That is all I would say. The process or how you get there really matters not at all to me. Unless you pay me to help you fix it, then I'm going to help you change things. But I don't care how families get their family to sleep as long as they're sleeping. That's what matters most to me. That is what I am passionate about, is making sure that your family is sleeping. And again, like I said, I I don't care about the process. But if you are in a situation where your family isn't sleeping well, it's not working, that's the first step is you've got to admit this is not working. Oftentimes, it will be one parent feeling like it's not working, maybe a little bit sooner than the other parent. And and so the the first step is going to be you've got to sit down with your spouse or partner and talk about it. This needs to be ideally when there's no kids around so that you guys can really sit down and say, okay, what is going on with our sleep process? This isn't working. And if only one of you parents is feeling like it's not working, you owe it to your family to speak to the other parent and talk about it and, and have a conversation, start the dialogue this doesn't feel like it's working. This doesn't feel like it's it's we're we're in a good spot. Uh, 
if sleep issues have been going on more than a couple of weeks, chances are good that you're probably going to need to do something. Um, sometimes that's the situation for some families. Sometimes it's a couple of weeks and it's a problem. Other times, like this family I spoke with a couple of weeks ago, it's months and months or years and years. Um, everybody's threshold for when it's a problem is a little bit different. But once it becomes a problem for you, you need to sit down and talk about it. And so you need to make sure that you're both on the same page. And you need to talk about, okay, what is our plan to fix this? For some of you, that might be too much. For some of you, you might get to that point and go, oh my goodness, I can't even think about what we would do to implement it. That's where there's people like us out there. That's what we're there to do. We're there to help you guide guide you through that. We work with toddlers all the time. Like I said, I love this age group. Uh, they're a lot of fun to work with, quite honestly, because there's things that we can do with toddlers and bring them into the plan to help them understand things that we can't do with babies because they're just, they're babies. Um, and so honestly, our toddler um, support is really effective. It works really, really well. And so for those of you out there that know that you have a problem with your sleep and you have a toddler and you're not sure what to do, reach out to us, please. We would love to help. So get on the same page, then talk about a plan. So for, for some of you, you might be able to work this out or want to work this out. First thing you're going to want to look at is the sleep schedule. What is going on with your toddler's sleep schedule? Is nap time too late? Should not be napping much after 3 p.m.? Uh, is the nap time too long? Most toddlers do pretty well with no much, not much more than a two-hour nap. Is the nap a battle and maybe it's time to give the nap up? After age three, sometimes it is. I actually just got off the phone not long before I, re I recorded this podcast with a family with a a, th a three-year-old and, and the naps were just a battle and uh, a repeated battle. And, and I said to them, it sounds like it might be time to give them up and, and get an earlier bedtime so that we can, you know, have a pleasant, more pleasant afternoon and get them some good nighttime sleep. Uh, maybe it is that they still need a nap and you need to be more, more consistent around the timing of when you're doing it, the process of how you're getting them to nap. So the next thing looking at the schedule would be to look at bedtime. What time should bedtime be? Do you need to be more consistent? Bedtime for most toddlers should start sometime between 7 p.m. and 8.30. That tends to be what will work really well with them. So maybe you need to make a change to, to, to bedtime and when you're doing it. So then the next thing you want to look at is the bedtime routine. Do you need to tighten things up in the bedtime routine? Do you have a good bedtime routine in place? And then the big thing that I see really trips up a lot of parents with toddlers is the length of the bedtime. I'm just getting ready to start with a family with a with a four-year-old and bedtime is 90 minutes from start to finish. It takes one and a half hours to get this little one to sleep. That is way, way, way too long. Bedtime routine. So like we start the routine and then we tuck you in. I love you. Good night. 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes, not much more than that. The longer you draw out that bedtime routine, the greater the chance that the good night process with your toddler is going to be a problem. So, so looking at the, at the bedtime routine, what do you need to do to um, dial that in, get that going better, condensed? Um, sometimes charts, making charts can help, bedtime routine chart to kind of keep everybody on track. Then discussing with your partner, okay, what are we going to do if he's crying out at bedtime or getting out of bed a, a bunch? What's our plan of approach? What's our response going to be? Some parents are like, I have no idea. That is my problem. I can't get out of the room. I don't know what to do. Again, we can help.
that is something we we work with all the time and we have a very specific process like i couldn't walk you through uh quickly and easily and then you easily implement what we do to recommend to parents to to help make that a smooth transition because it's pretty intricate um and it requires a lot of teaching and then a lot of follow-up support to make sure you're doing it right. Um, but it is something that we help with all the time. Uh, if you, again, are trying to do this on your on your own, you're going to want to come up with a plan that most importantly, you both agree to, that you both agree to doing the same thing. Then you want to talk about if he wakes up at night, what are we going to do? What's our plan for for when he wakes up at night? Uh, you also want to make sure that, that, that your toddler is getting really good doses of outside time, outside sun. Can't tell you how big of a difference that makes for toddlers with sleep. So ideally, there'd be like a late morning dose of outside time and another one sometime after nap time, be that after nap time before dinner or sometimes for some families that can work really well after dinner too. That should be like 30 to 60 minutes, minutes each time. 30 to 60 minutes each time. That helps a ton with sleep. Uh, you also want to make sure they have a healthy, well-balanced diet. Make sure they're eating well throughout the day, not drinking too much milk. I work with a lot of toddlers that are doing a little too much milk drink drinking, not enough good food eating. That can cause sleep issues too. And then, like I said, most importantly, you want to make sure both parents agree to the plan before starting it. And you want to make sure that you're both 100% ready to be consistent. Consistent. Toddlers thrive on consistency and structure. They're really concrete thinkers. And so the more consistent you can be, the better they're going to respond. When we work with families with toddlers, it typically takes about two to three weeks for the sleep to totally improve. So that's likely a timeline that you would be looking at. Uh, so you really, you don't want to start a process of helping your toddler sleep better if you're getting ready to go on vacation, if you have guests that are going to be coming into the house, if you have a lot of events planned where you're going to not be able to be very consistent about a schedule or not very consistent about your routine. The last thing you want to do is try to implement toddler sleep changes and you're not ready to see them through because you've got schedule issues going on in your life that can really set you up for a fall or failure and make this process really tough with your toddler. Uh, you really want to make sure that when you're doing this, you've got a clear schedule so that you can dive in completely and be ready to stay committed. So toddlers typically need about 11 to 14 hours of sleep. So we're calling this toddler age a one to three, one to three years old. Uh, during, uh, during their sleep, there is so much going on for them when they're sleeping. They're building their immune system. They're organizing and retaining memories. The brain is actually doing a cleanup during uh, while they're sleeping. Studies have repeatedly found that while sleeping, there's a cerebral spinal fluid that flows in and out of our brain washing out harmful waste proteins or toxins that will build up during our waking hours. This process seems to only happen when we're sleeping, not while we're awake. So these are just a couple of the reasons why sleep is so important for your kiddo. And all of these things are happening for you too. Well, I mean, we're, we're not growing, of course. We're, we're done with that part. Uh, I actually got asked that the other day by my son as I was sharing with him all the cool stuff that happens with sleep. Uh, believe it or not, sleep is a common conversation in our house. Surprise, surprise. And he was like, oh, so are you growing too? And I was like, well, not technically. I mean, actually, adults, they do say adults grow like a half inch while we're sleeping. Our joints kind of compress together while we're up moving, walking around, and then they kind of stretch out like, um, while we're sleeping, that cartilage stretches. So essentially, when you wake up in the morning, you are a little bit taller, but you're not actually growing like kids are. But all the other things, your memory is is 
is being consolidated, your brain is getting cleaned up, your immune system is building and repairing, all that's happening for you too. So sleep is a vital part of the entire family. And if you have a toddler that isn't sleeping well, please, please let me stress to you that it is not too late. This You can make a, a change. You can fix this. This is something that can be fixed. I promise you. And if you're not sure what to do, then reach out for help. We would love to help you. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have further questions on that. We would love to help you. Remember, you can find us at sleepwellsleepspecialist.com for, for more information on what we do. Or as always, we offer free 15-minute calls if you want to just get on the phone with one of us and find out more about what we do. We truly believe that everybody deserves to sleep well, toddlers included. If you have a toddler that isn't sleeping well, it's not too late. Sleep can happen. I hope you sleep well. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a toddler, I hope you are inspired to know that sleep can change. Please join me next week for a new episode, same time, same place. Until then, I hope you sleep well.